Blues with William Quackenbush. Slow your roll. The, the show goes till three, loser. And Ben Milstead. My gosh, we need an intervention for you. Be the final play of the college season, perhaps, if Clemson gets a touchdown to win it. If Bama can hold him out, perhaps a field goal attempt for overtime. Watson. Touchdown! Hunter Renfro. Little man makes another enormous play. And Clemson runs out of the field and celebrates. They come to California and strike gold. Out of bounds. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. If any of you need anything at all, too bad. Deal with your problems yourselves like adults. It's time. All right, let's do this. Match point, touchdown, etc. Welcome in. Glad to have you with us. We're live on the roar here on a Monday, February 26, 2024. Thanks so much for joining us here on Out of Bounds. William Quaggenbush, Ben Milstead. We are live inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Uh, it, is, it has occurred to me this morning that February's gone. Like on Thursday, it's, it's well, I guess Friday because it's a leap year. On Friday, it's March. February's gone. It's done. What happened? January took seven years, and February took 12 seconds. And um, we need to get ready, folks. We need to get ready. I, I've got to uh, de-wrinkle all my T-shirts that have been sitting there for four months. That, that's, that's my goal this year. De-wrinkle the T-shirts. Uh, 654 Roar, if you want to get in. 654-7627. I don't know why I thought about that stuff this morning. I was, uh, I was shopping for groceries, and I was having these conversations. In my in my brain, that's what I do. Ben Milstead, how are you, sir? Uh, great, thank you for asking. So, there is a February 29th this year. Does that mean it, it it is leap year or it is not? How does that work? It is a leap year, and I only know that because we have that little poem. Yeah, my mind that should be the other way around. Like we're leaping the 29th. Ah, uh, okay. So basically, the one year it's not a leap year, a non-leap year, because we have to go right through. We have to plow through uh, February twenty yeah. ninth. You know, I never thought about that. That's that's amazing. That also means John Height gets a, has a birthday this year. True, he's like he's like eleven now. He is happy happy birthday, John. Acts like nine. So he'll be, there you go. <laughs> he'll, he'll have a sweet sixteen here at the station in about twenty sixty. Um, I honestly. I want to do a poll on this. I think you have. I think you have something here. Should we call a, a year that has twenty nine days in February? Should we call it a leap year or should we call it a non leap year? See that's or we don't call it anything. It's 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 you don't call it anything when you have the twenty ninth and every other the other three years. It's every fourth year, right? Yes, and yeah. it coincides with uh, American presidential elections. That's how I keep it straight. Uh, interesting. I uh, Yeah, so it's a normal year, and all the other years are a leap year because we're going to leap right over the 29th. Let's make that happen, people. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to post this poll. We're going we're gonna to do this during the break. I'm going to post this poll. What should be called a leap year? 
The three years where February has 28 days or the one year where February has 29 days? You be the judge. Ben has laid out his argument. I have no rebuttal. I think it's a great idea. I wasn't really arguing that. I just <laughs> was trying to explain <laughs> why that confuses me. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> we we could spend a whole show on things that confuse me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wouldn't even be wouldn't even be that difficult. I would say um, I would say that there's a summer for that, but we could li- we could do that anytime. We could do that now. I'm confused by a lot of uh, by a lot of stuff. I honestly, I am, I am a bit perplexed today. Like I don't, <clears throat> I don't have a bunch of like yes, solid takes that I'm just raring to share today. I have a lot of things that are either confusing, bewildering, complex, perplexing, concerning, confusing. I would say my brain is in that is in that realm. Uh. I had somebody text me, I won't say who, I had somebody text me yesterday and say that it's weird to uh, see people talking about bubble teams in the NCAA tournament and feel aggrieved because you're not in it if you're a Clemson fan, and then you realize, oh yeah, that's because we're not even close. Like, that's something, and this person was like, I have to do this every time. I have to remind myself, Clemson is not in the bubble conversation because they are in the tournament, not because they're being widely ignored. Uh, that's, again, that's a, that's a confusing, perplexing thing. Also confusing and perplexing, I have lots of, uh, I have lots of baseball thoughts from this weekend. Um, I would note for the record that baseball is not played in aggregate soccer. Uh, baseball is played in individual game results that make up series. And Clemson was outscored by Kennesaw State this weekend, and no one's going to care because they won two out of three. Um, and they won in spite of themselves on Saturday, and then they played a great game yesterday. Really good. Uh, again, lots of, uh, lots of thoughts on that. Also confusing, perplexing, bewildering, there was a great NASCAR race yesterday. I don't know why I was shocked by that. I was surprised. Very, very good uh, good finish. Good contest, really, from beginning to end. Um, really good, out of nowhere. Uh, some of the conversations we've had this weekend about court storming and about college basketball. Perplexing, confusing, bewildering. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where my, that's where my brain is today. And uh, so if you feel confused, perplexed, bewildered, concerned about something... Um, you can, uh, you can get in today. 654-ROAR is the number. 654-7627 on the phones on the Adams Co-Roofing text line. Can I tell you one thing I love this weekend? The one thing I love the most. Tell me. Friday, I got to go to three sporting events within a tenth of a mile of each other. Incredible. I talked to some friends at the basketball game who had done a triple header on Saturday uh, as well, what all did you do this weekend? I mean, I know you didn't work. <laughs> so this was what my was the, the life of Quark. This was my schedule this weekend. We let we had a great show by the way at Landscaper Supply. So I left there uh, in Piedmont on Friday. I I think I might have gone home to just drop my stuff off, and then I went to softball. I spent about. Two-ish innings at softball um, on Friday for their home opener. Great crowd. Um, very few empty seats. 
at 4 o'clock. Really, really nice. Um, Then I went over to baseball to watch that. Didn't have to work it, but I wanted to watch it because I was doing a game Saturday. So I did sit through every single pitch of 18-1. to And I... Why? I'm going to out myself here. (laughs) Oh, you had to. I enjoyed it from about the sixth inning on. And I'm going to explain that. I'm not going to explain it right now. I'm going to explain that later. I I did enjoy it. The first part was not enjoyable. It was an absolute mess. Uh, the fans were upset. There was a guy that sat near us, and he might be a listener, that was just being a jerk. You were just being an awful human being. Uh, there's a way to yell at the players without being that guy. Don't be that guy. He was yelling directly at the players? And the coaches and everybody. His family. He was just yelling at everyone. If you're a listener, you know who you are. You should, I mean, you should behave better. Uh Hmm. That, but there was a lot of there was a lot of concern. There was a lot of concern on Friday in this stadium. A lot of people left early. I get it. Uh, so then I went from there to gymnastics. Gymnastics was full. Ben, that was a great atmosphere. They did a pink game, breast cancer awareness. Um, there was a there was a lot a lot of like like positive uplifting things going on like between events and like I mean really really cool stuff a lot of it chronicle on social media and then they got a program high score in gymnastics on Friday which was fantastic they, they blew it out of the water they've been dealing with like illness and injury for about three weeks and they finally got healthy they got their all best all arounds on the floor and they crushed it I mean just unbelievable um I know everything there is to know about gymnastics now Ben we've had it for Half a season, and so I feel very confident saying anything over 197 is exceptionally good, and Clemson was well over 197 uh, on Saturday. I'm still learning. I'm still learning, but, uh, you know, I just I just read it and say, did you win, did you not? And uh, they, they did win. I, I am catching myself going, ooh, that's a bobble. That's a bobble. Ooh, shit, See, that's, that's a step. That's a, that's a little bit of a long step. Like most – uh, red-blooded American males. I judge it all by the landing. I, I I can't. I don't know anything that happens on the bar, or the beam, or the floor event. I, I can't. I don't know what any of that other. If it's good, if it's bad. The fact that you didn't break your neck to me is a sign that it's good. It's all about the landing for me. Oh yeah. Like oh she didn't she didn't hop she didn't hop. That's a ten. Oh there's a little man her left foot slid back just a little bit i'm i'm that's 9.8 right there that's all i know it's all the other stuff is just leads up to the landing oh yeah like watching that and figure skating we have the olympics this summer by the way and there will be a time where i go that is the greatest routine i've ever seen in all my life and the first comment out of the color commentator's mouth is going to be there's going to be some deductions here that was a little sloppy. And I'm like, I don't, I, I still don't know. I have no idea. So then Saturday, I called uh, baseball. Did not get the softball. Called baseball. That was an ugly win in every respect. I don't think I've ever seen in a span of four pitches E1, E1 pass ball for a runner to score. I don't think I've ever seen that. That was bizarre. Um, in fact, it would be two pitches, four throws, because two of those were pickoff throws. Um, and... Uh, then I went to men's basketball, and the crowd at men's basketball was very good. Uh, it was it was very loud at times in the arena on Saturday, I thought. 
Oh, it was. That was a great crowd. I, I'm assuming that was a sellout. I didn't see empty seats. I don't. If it was not a sellout, it would have been by like a dozen tickets. Because there were people all. I mean, you could find a few seats. Yeah. But there were people on the top rows and around. There were no like empty sections. Okay. Uh, let's address a couple of logistical. I guess that's the right word. Type things here, because gotten several texts already. Uh. Issue or question one is the baseball broadcast Friday and Saturday. A you know why the one camera thing? Number one, I would remind us all that we've gotten so spoiled by the coverage at Clemson, and and also like this that rarely ever has to happen at at Clemson. Um, but I emphasize the word has to happen. There were so many things going on on campus that the university was having to originate that they simply could not do another full broadcast. I, I mean, it like you, you've got to have a different studio for every sporting event, and you were doing – that was the odd man out, unfortunately. I was just grateful they had one camera, to tell you the truth. That, and, and it yes. was good that we had the radio broadcast – as the commentation for that which was which was good you know you didn't have to try to sync it up if that's what you do sometimes or no offense quad <laughs> i mean I'm, you know i'm a radio guy that's right um so that i prefer that that's why they had the one camera friday and saturday i can't recall the last time that happened and i i know as you probably do too the folks that make that decision would would almost rather not have it on the air than then do that. Yes. But but that's not a good option either. I'm glad you brought that up because I was waiting on somebody to ask about it. Yeah. Um, I would say, like I saw a lot of comments that just made me very, it made me frustrated because I knew people were frustrated, but then the comments, like people tagging Graham and being like, this is embarrassing. This is a big, Clemson should be ashamed. Or like tagging Clemson video being like, why, why would you, this is so cheap and blah, 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 whatever. And I just, I, I know that people don't know how the sausage gets made, but in this case, so many people were upset. It needs to be explained to people. And that's why I brought it up. Because, yeah. you know, we we are quick to to judge and to blame without knowing the facts. And, you know, instead of asking questions and then deciding if you should be mad or not, we just jump strip, strictly to mad. And that's not what... For the textures that textures were asking, simply I, these particular textures are just asking the question. They're not sending us nasty stuff. But we did get some. We got some emails over the over the weekend that, quite honestly, ticked me off from a station standpoint. I'll get to that in a, in a moment. But um, I, I would just say other schools have to do one camera setup, especially lower level schools, quite often. We are we are truly spoiled, and the video department at Clemson, and this is just I'm not this isn't lip service. It's considered one of the best in the nation. It it truly is. They invest so much time, energy, people, power. One of the things that that did bother me because I know if I wasn't in it, I would have been asking the same question. Did you not have enough people to run cameras? That was a question that I got personally that I saw on social media yeah. and elsewhere. And it didn't have anything to do with camera operators. Yeah. See, the, the camera 
the camera has to go somewhere and it has to be mixed and you know you'd be shocked at even the score uh thing that you know you put on the screen the score thing is the official term that's that. official theological term i mean like that's you'd be shocked at how involved even something like that is so it, it was just two games um i watched it anyway and it was better than not having anything at all and and, and that obviously isn't the norm but People actually texted the athlete. We're tweeting at the athletic director about that. Yes. Oh, that's embarrassing. The other thing is, uh, we got some emails yesterday about put having women's basketball on instead of baseball. There are if you're so if you're a baseball fan, you hated that. If you're a women's basketball fan, you love that. I I will. Just, to, I mean, you know, we got we got a couple of texts uh, or emails rather to the station account about that. Like one is, uh, this station has really gone downhill. <laughs> like I, what? Like I, this is the first time that's ever you know, happened. I can't believe you did that. Uh, another one was, you call yourself the flagship station, and you put women's basketball on in front of baseball. Um, that is. 100% up to the university and they try to be fair to all sports. They do a good job with that. Um, it is, it is a, it, it is a case by case basis on what, you know, there's different reasons why things get put on the air, but one Oh five, five, the roar has, zero option where that's concerned because it is a network broadcast that broadcast does not belong to us we are in contract with the university to basically do what they say when it comes to broadcasting and they make that decision and that's sometimes it's baseball sometimes it's women's basketball and it's it's not the same every time um you know, some of it would have to do with who you're playing in baseball. So, anyway, that's another one of those examples where, you know, you you just react without knowing the facts. I have thoughts on both of those. We've got John Rittman coming up in our next segment. 654 Roars a number. If you've got thoughts, we'd love to hear from you. Hour one of the program continues after this. Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASE certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. If you've been charged with a criminal offense, the legal system can be overwhelming and intimidating. You could be facing significant consequences. You need someone in your corner to help you navigate it all. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, will help you get the answers you need. Call today for your free consultation at 864-654-3680 or visit nicklaverylaw.com. You don't have to go through this alone. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, here for you. I'm Eddie Bennett. Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment. 
We have Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember, when you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Hey Clemson, we need your help. Supporting the Clemson Tigers is in our blood, and so is giving back to our community. You can do that by donating blood with the Blood Connection. Every two seconds, someone needs a blood transfusion. Our local hospitals rely on community blood donors just like you to help our fellow Tiger fans in need. When you donate blood with TBC, you know your donation is making a difference right here in the upstate. Just go to thebloodconnection.org donate to make your appointment to save lives today. Ben here for EC Sports. Are you looking for a clean pre-workout to help level up your workout? OptiForce pre-workout is formulated with proven ingredients that deliver advanced energy, endurance, focus, and pumps. Say goodbye to crash and jitters with all-natural caffeine from green tea and green coffee bean for a clean burst of steady energy. OptiForce is guaranteed to enhance your workout and take you to the next level of training or your money back. Visit upstatemuscle.com and use code BEN for 20% discount on your order. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, Clemson's choice for great dining, is pleasing you with their innovative food. Featuring two for $25 menu choices like Cajun or Creamy Alfredo, fried calamari, garlic basil pesto, meatball sub, or spaghetti, all served with Texas toast. Two entrees for just $25. And remember, Wine Wednesdays. Choose select wines for just $5 per glass. Open daily for lunch and dinner and brunch on Sundays. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, 1310 Clemson Boulevard at the Best Western. It's Race for the Green Time. Go ahead and make your plans to sign up today. Run signup.com. It's coming your way March 16th, 2024. Make a commitment to do your first 5K or half marathon and take advantage of those early bird pricing. Run signup.com. Great swag, the beautiful medal that everybody talks about. This is our 14th annual half marathon and 5K. Sign up today. Don't forget March 16th, 2024. Run signup.com and come on and have a great time. Hey, let's get out of here. With Audible, we could root for a lone astronaut as he tries to save Earth from disaster. Maybe go for a run with the founder of the world's biggest sneaker brand. We could get the tea on the real-life media mogul succession drama. Or find out what life is really like for an Oscar-winning actress. I mean, with Audible, we could go anywhere. There's more to imagine when we listen. Hear the latest audiobooks, podcasts, and originals at audible.com. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Man, you won't believe the phone call I just got. This guy told me that The Roar is the best sports talk station in the Upstate. We are The Roar, where every day is game day. Before we get to our good friend John Rittman, I want to tell you about Toyota Beasley. Go online, toyotabeasley.com. Uh, start the process of picking out your dream vehicle there. They can get you in anything from a Prius to a big old Tundra. I mean, it is a it is truly a full spectrum of vehicles that you have to choose from at Toyota Beasley. And then, you know, it's 2024, 
you are not beholden to the selection at the dealership. You can start the process online. They'll ship it with exactly the specifications you're looking for to the lot, and you can drive it home. You can start that paperwork, get that thing going. It is an easy, easy process at Toyota Visa because they want to be your dealer forever. Uh, they want to uh, keep you there with the uh, the service department that takes great care of your vehicle, keep it on the road forever and ever and ever. And uh, they've got pre-owned vehicles, great selection pre-owned vehicles as well. Dozens and dozens of presidents awards to their name for a reason at Toyota Beasley and Highway 123 and com. That's Toyota Beasley, where their name means a great deal. Time now to talk Clemson softball. The champions of the Clemson Classic with some really solid play this weekend and the head coach of the Tigers on the softball diamond is John Ripman. He joins us each and every Monday. Coach, what's going on? Hey, good afternoon, Clark. Um yeah, just uh, had a great weekend and joined a day off before uh, we get to preparing for Georgia on Wednesday night. So many things to talk about this week. What what was your favorite thing that you saw from your team in going on the road, beating Charlotte, and then capturing the Clemson Classic this weekend? Well, yeah, it's hard to just pick one thing. I mean, I, I really like the way we've made adjustments at the plate, you know, after a couple of, of tough losses um in our first two tournaments missouri and mississippi state where we were just really impatient at the play you know swinging at pitches out of the strike zone and not you know not getting big hits with runners in scoring position and i thought last week uh starting against charlotte and then continuing this weekend at the clemson classic i thought we did an outstanding job at the plate of really um you know, being more patiently aggressive is what I call it, and, you know, uh, especially with runners in scoring position and um, and and having really a, a better approach at the plate. And we have some really good hitters in our program, and and it's nice to see them, you know, make adjustments. And so that was that was one thing. I think our pitching staff continues to get better. Um, you know, we, we haven't had any easy games. You know, I know um, – we blew open the Friday night game against Ole Miss, but uh, they came back yesterday and, and gave us all we could handle. But, uh, yeah, I, I've just there's a lot of things to be, be happy about, a lot of things that we still need to work on to get better, and we'll have a big test on Wednesday at Georgia. No doubt about it. I, I The one thing that I noticed, first and foremost, and it starts at the top of your lineup, I think having Alex Brown, Mackenzie Clark, Valerie Cagle, and Julia Noller right there, and even like down to Maddie Moore, et cetera, and you could go down the line. Flipping Alex and Mackenzie there over the weekend, I just particularly watching in person a couple times, it, I felt like it brought out the best in them. Would you agree with that assessment of, of how that change went this weekend? Yeah, certainly um, Alex is, you know, kind of a prototypical leadoff hitter, and, you know, Mackenzie is uh, – she can use the short game. We don't really like to use it that much because she can change the game with one swing of the bat. So I think it's, it's helped a little bit. Alex um, really does a great job with the bunt and the slap. And, and then, you know, if you play her too much in, she'll, she'll drive it over your head. So it gives us versatility with both of them, you know, and then to have Kegel follow them up and Nola, it's just, it's a gauntlet for for pitchers to have to run through our first, you know, five, six, seven hitters. Uh, another thing that stood out, you gave Valerie the ball to start on uh, Friday. Home opener, there's some pressure and jitters there. It looked like she was dialed in from the word go. What did you see from her in the circle this weekend? 
Yeah, I thought Valerie was outstanding, you know, both in the circle at the plate, um, you know, just very composed in uh, the first five innings against Ole Miss, probably the best five innings of the year she's pitched so far. Um, I think she might have got a little tired or just started missing some spots late, and they squared up some balls, but defense played uh, really well behind her. Um, but, yeah, Valerie had a great weekend, you know, and then at the plate as well. You know, she had eight RBIs in the <laughs> one game and you know so um you know she's just a just a special player and and um you know she continues to work hard and and get better visiting with that goes john rittman uh here from clemson softball the tigers unbeaten this week a perfect five and oh at charlotte and four wins uh mcwater stadium with the clemson classic had to be nice to see a packed out crowd just after four o'clock when you got started on opening day of your home season i, I know you were just thrilled to see that yeah, you know, it's it's when, when you make the schedule and you're thinking 4 o'clock on Friday, you know, we're probably going to miss some people. But, uh, you know, our fans have just been remarkable since we started the program and never ceased to amaze us. And like I said, we're, we're just so grateful and thankful. Our players are blessed to be able to play, you know, play in front of such such a, you know, great group of fans and and uh yeah friday night was just a great atmosphere and continued all through the weekend i know you had to be pleased with all your pitchers and we talked about we talked about valerie in that regard and all of her contributions you gave reagan spencer a start uh on saturday against uconn and it ended up being a tight game she goes five and a third uh she goes through the lineup twice and then faces a leadoff hitter again what gives you – I know you've talked about the depth of your pitching staff. What have you seen from Reagan to give you confidence to let her go through a second time and really put the ball in her hands in the circle at the beginning of a game? It's a little different than the way you've used her in the past. Yeah, you know, I think Reagan has earned every opportunity that she's given. And, you know, she's just a great teammate, works extremely hard. And, and when she's on, she's really difficult to hit against. She, she gets a lot of ground ball outs and – you know, one of the things that gets her in trouble sometimes is her walks. And, and um, you know, I felt like we had Cagle ready to go and, and Reagan had given us five strong innings. And, you know, credit to UConn's pitching staff. They were keeping us off balance, and it was a tight game. And, and uh, you know, as coaches, we just made the decision to go with Valerie. And then, you know, obviously got, came back and got the uh, – you know, got the win. You know, Valerie gave up a, a big hit there where they scored the – the two runs, but um, then she settled down and and um, you know I gave our, gave our offense a chance and we came back and won in exciting fashion in extra innings. Uh, yesterday, I thought it was interesting. You talked about being patiently aggressive. You only had three hits, but you took seven walks and you took advantage of Ole Miss's sloppiness a couple times that it happened in the field. That's kind of the epitome of what you're talking about, right? Even if your your balls in play aren't going well. The ability to draw walks and move and put pressure on the defense. Well, that's exactly you know we're we're an aggressive base running team, so we're going to try to steal some bases and and uh, their catcher got hit hit with a foul tip and we started the rally uh, with a, with a base hit and then you know we got a runner thrown out stealing and you know credit to old Mrs. Catcher she came up and threw a, a great shot to second base but then we got back to back doubles and and uh, scored a run, and that took a little pressure off. But I, I thought late in the game, where against Missouri and Mississippi State especially, we we swung at a lot of pitches outside of the, the zone, just over-anxious and, 
and you know uncharacteristically just taking ourselves out of at bats and I thought yesterday we did a really good job of taking the walks and and then applying pressure to them and and uh, you know Garcia hits a ground ball with two outs and she gives us a hard 60 down to first base and creates an overthrow there and and we score and and kind of blow it open but yeah to score five runs on three hits you know that's that's kind of uh, interesting line score, but we'll take it any way we can get it. Absolutely, and now you uh, turn your attention to Georgia, who is top five in the country, no question. You're going on the road, face a, <laughs> a, a, a fierce rival, that, a rivalry that's developed very quickly for you. What do we know about Georgia? What can we expect this weekend? Yeah, they're a well-coached team. Uh, they got one through nine are really good hitters in their lineup. Uh, they play really good defense. They've really shored up their pitching staff. Um, you know, they they have four pitchers that they're going to right now. Um, so it, it's going to be a, a big road challenge for us. Um, you know, we, we've played a lot of close games at Georgia over the years. I, I think one of the games has got out of hand. We, we got it out of hand early and, and beat them. But, uh, you know, they're, they're – they're definitely a, a World Series contender team, and, and we're looking forward to the matchup and know that we got to bring our A game to come out of there with a win. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, you guys won two out of three uh, against them, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see that on uh, on Wednesday night. That game will be on SEC Network Plus, uh, so you'll be able to stream that one. Then you're back at home uh, against NC State, and you start conference play. It feels like, you know, the, the, the pre-conference part, you're going, 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 but still – Pretty quickly, you're getting into conference play here. Oh yeah, season's moving right along. We we have a kind of a glitch in our schedule where we start conference and then we we have a, a the next weekend is another tournament home weekend and then we're in conference the rest of the season. So um, yeah, it's it's going to be a, a great weekend to open ACC play. North Carolina State's playing a lot better this year. They got new coaches and. And uh, they brought in some some talent, so uh, it'll be a great series, and and uh, hopefully we can get a big crowd out and have that home field advantage again. Do you have? I know a lot of times you guys are talking about this the day before the day of. Do you have a preferred sort of pitching plan? Is it Valerie in the circle from Georgia, and then sort of work from there? You know, we'll see how everybody feels on Tuesday at practice, and then we'll we'll start looking at matchups and. You know, the beauty of it all is we, we have a, a staff that we can go to anybody and kind of mix mm-hmm. and match. And, you know, I think uh, if you look at Georgia and the way they've hit the ball, um, I know Virginia Tech and them split last weekend. And and uh, I think both of those games were, were high-scoring games. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be an interesting matchup for our pitchers to go against their really good hitters at, at their place. And, and uh, so we'll we'll take a look at it and start looking at some video and, and the scouting reports and, and make some decisions probably on Tuesday or Wednesday morning. Great stuff. Coach Rittman, thanks so much for joining us as you do each and every week. And uh, big week ahead. Uh, congratulations on a win on, in the uh, Clemson Classic. And looking forward to seeing you guys uh, on the diamond this week. Hopefully it's a, it's a 4-0 one when all said and done. Hey, thanks, Clark. Appreciate you having me on, and go Tigers. All right, that's John Rittman joining the program here on a Monday. Some really good stuff in there, good insight on uh, what happened this weekend and then uh, some some plans for a, a busy, busy week ahead for Clemson on the softball diamond.
All right, uh, before we get a break, let me tell you about our friends at Arthrex. You can go to careers.arthrex.com. You can see the different opportunities that they have. And if you if you do go to careers.arthrex.com, I mean, you can see what makes Arthrex a company that you want to work for. You can learn more about them. They've got uh, they've got videos throughout. They they talk about manufacturing. They talk about some of the charitable work that they've done, the culture that they've got, the benefits packages. The you know they've got testimonies of people that work there that talk about how fulfilling and enriching it is to to be in that company and to to be in that environment. They want you in that culture they want you in that environment and even if you're like well i don't really have manufacturing experience doesn't matter they want to train you and equip you and then put you to work and then promote you up the food chain as your work merits that's one of the benefits of being in a company like arthrex that really values the people they have in their building they also again they have great benefits packages they've got athletic fields and walking trails and pickleball courts and gourmet meals prepared on site daily they've got a medical clinic there on site as well uh, your families take advantage of all that. Uh, go online, careers.arthrex.com, making a change, starting your work life. Uh, there's no better place to be than Arthrex right there in Sandy Springs. Uh, go by, once again, careers.arthrex.com. 654-ROAR is the number. More on what happened at Clemson this weekend right after this. Hi, I'm Jake Wilson, and as the owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings, I'm proud of the product we've delivered to our customers for nearly 15 years all over the upstate. If you're considering having your garage floor transformed, check out our five-star Google reviews as well as the gallery of homes we've completed. Don't just take my word for it. See what other homeowners have to say about Iron Drive Floor Coatings. Our website is irondrivegaragefloors.com. Schedule your free quote today, irondrivegaragefloors.com. Checking in with my good friend Morgan Coleman, trusted real estate professional in the upstate. Okay, Morgan, since you've been on the air with us, the real estate market has changed a lot, uh, especially over the past six months or so. So tell me, what does the current real estate landscape look like right now? The current market is back to a neutral market. During the height of COVID, we were heavily in a seller's market with about two months worth of active inventory on the market. Now that pendulum has swung back towards a neutral market, closer towards that six months worth of active inventory. We still have not fully caught up with the active inventory, but buyers have some negotiating power and it is crucially important for sellers to get their home show ready and to be priced accordingly to the current market, not 18 months ago. Thanks, Morgan. That's Morgan Coleman of Joan Herlong & Associates, Sotheby's International Realty. To get in touch, give her a call at 864-313-7639. Don't miss out on this week's specials at Buff City Soap with products for everyone, corporate gifts, pet products, laundry soap, seasonal scents, and more. Follow Buff City Soap Clemson and Buff City Soap Greenville on Facebook and Instagram for the latest sales and updates. I'm Brandon Davis, owner of BCD Services in Pelzer. Do high energy bills have you thinking of replacing your old HVAC system? If your heating system is constantly requiring service, or if it's over 17 years old, you're probably thinking about replacement. This puts you in the position of deciding who you can trust with this important investment. Call the pros at BCD Services for a free estimate and breakdown of our install process, payment options, and performance guarantee. Schedule estimate today, 864-940-4804. Are you approaching retirement? Are you concerned about your 401k? How would you like to add 15 to 40% into your retirement account immediately? Folks, let me show you how to create an inflation-friendly, increasing income guarantee income that you and your spouse will not outlive. 
all you have to do is give us a call at 1-800-440-0434 or go to mymoneyissafe.com or you can call at 864-989-0176. Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries golf carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dream. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFriesFryes.com. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawlspace. Damaged wood in your crawlspace can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. The Dream Center is more than a building. They serve those in need with a hand up instead of a hand out by empowering them to grow toward becoming healthy and self-sufficient through life skill classes, job training, mentorship, and a housing program called the Opportunity Village. Want to get involved? It's easy. Sign up to attend a volunteer orientation, learn how you can serve with your school group, corporation, or individually. The Dream Center, where they encourage, educate, and empower. Learn more today at dreamcenterpc.org. When you wake up well-rested on a great mattress, everything becomes clear. I do overthink everything. Things you missed when you were tired finally reveal themselves. I should just get fake plants. It's the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. Get a king bed for a queen price. Save up to $700 plus a free adjustable base with select Sealy mattresses. See a lower price? We'll match it. The right mattress matters. We'll find yours. Restrictions apply. See store or website for details. I'm Lance Crick. After 20 plus years as a federal prosecutor with the U.S. Attorney's Office in South Carolina and several years as a state prosecutor, I joined Ryan Beasley Law last year to practice law with Ryan and Mary Hunter. Our team works in courtrooms across the state, including city and magistrate courts, as well as state and federal courts. We work with clients in all areas of state and federal criminal defense to include pre-arrest investigations, white-collar defense, as well as student conduct issues at colleges and universities. Our responsive and proactive approach in cases is at all times client-centric and resolution-focused. We look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Please give us a call at 864-679-7777 or find us online at ryanbeasleylaw.com. In every case, for every client, in courtrooms across the state, Ryan Beasley Law, ryanbeasleylaw.com. No transfer portal here. We're here to stay. We are the war, where every day is game day. Number one continues out of bounds. William Quaggabush, Ben Milstead. We are live inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Uh, 654 Roar is the number you want to join us. 654-767. I know we had a couple people on hold. 
that dropped when John Rittman was on. You get back in, we'll put you at the front of the line, uh, no question about it. We've got a lot more to to, to uh, discuss today about the things going on, on Clemson's campus. Let me, before we uh, before we go to the phones, um, let me uh, let me go back to what we were talking about at the end of the of the first segment about sort of the logistics of what happened on campus this weekend because I do think I do think it's something we have particular insight in and we can talk about. Ben, I thought you very eloquently uh, you you may honestly wh- one thing I hate about these conversations is that. The people that aren't sending emails are like, yes, okay, we got you. And the people that are sending emails are going to be undeterred. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's great. I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, like we had, we had several good texts about women's basketball pointing out that it was senior day. Yes. And, you know, baseball's got 50-something games remaining. And, yeah, I – I, it, it's always it's the mo the vocal minority. It it just honestly it, it it irks me when you take shots at the university's video department or the station when you don't bother to stop and ask the reason behind things. You just assume and you know go straight for the jugular like oh yeah, station's gone downhill or like. <laughs> Oh, this is so cheap. You guys are so cheap. Like, I just want to... This is the question that I would ask. Like, use some common sense. Try to figure out, has Clemson ever before done a single camera broadcast? Like, like, when's the last time you remember that happening? Ever? I don't. Did they do it last weekend for any games? Or, you know, have they done it? Did they do it in the fall for any games? It'd been really easy not to have any cameras. That's right. like... That would have been that would have been the way to go. It's been just hey, no cameras. And I do understand, like somebody pointed out, it's sort of the curse of the high standard. Like I understand right. that that people turn it on and they expected a certain thing and they couldn't get it. But instead of going, wow, there must be some really good reason why this high functioning elite video department couldn't put two cameras on the game. No, people were just automatically went to. Everyone should be embarrassed. People should be fired. Graham, you're an idiot, blah, 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 whatever. Like going on Twitter and sending emails or whatever. And this is this is the particulars of the situation. Again, it wasn't people to run the cameras. It was space to originate three simultaneous events. Not even three days in the same calendar day. If you had an event at 12 and an event at 4 and an event at 8... Perfect. Oh, they, they can do that. They can do that. And that's why it's happened in the past. What happened Friday and Saturday is that because of the schedule and because there were other, like softball had other teams playing, so you've got events going all the time in softball that require a camera at least. You've got softball, baseball, and gymnastics that are all being originated on campus at the same time. Same thing Saturday with softball, baseball, and men's basketball. Um, you also had like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that alone for right now. Point being, if two of those games are linear, if two of those games are like ESPN or ESPN two or ACC or one of those games is ESPN or ACC network or whatever, uh, then you could do that because somebody else is originating that game. They're bringing in a truck, which costs more money, by the way, they, they, they try not to be wasteful with that. Like they could bring in a truck every weekend, probably, but it's not a it's not something they want to do all the time if they can if they can help it because that's it's very expensive to bring in a truck with all new people like that, um, especially if there's like 
if they're all going to be streamed. Sunday, you had women's basketball, baseball, and softball all streamed. All games were streamed. And so somebody's got to get the short end of the stick there. Because you can do two simultaneous events in the same place and be okay, but you can't do three. I will go ahead and tell you that is not the last time that will happen this year because of the fact that you will have to have three simultaneous events going on on campus that are originated or being broadcast at the same time. So there's that. Um, the other the other thing is we should uh, and uh, well uh, another thing about the uh, about women's basketball and baseball you said it women's basketball senior night is going to get preference. Uh, there's no question about it. the The powers that be are very attuned to the interest level of people and what people want to listen to and what people want to watch, and so they're trying to do the most good for the most people, pretty much all the time. Um, in the in the best way. And so, I mean, I think a lot of our texters are are dead on the money about this. But the I was I was taken aback by the level of vitriol that I saw on my not not people tweet a couple people tweeted at me, but not really people tweeting at me, but people tweeting about it. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad we get a chance to sort of like puff our chest out and defend these people that we work with all the time that Want to do a good job. People do want to do a good job. Let's go to, by the way, one more thing. When it happens again, just know that's the reason. It's not because they're cheap or, or they don't care. Uh, it's logistical, purely logistical. Let's go to Gamecock Will, who's up with us next. 654-ROAR is the number. What's up, Will? What's up, Clark? B&A, brother, doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for getting in. Appreciate it. Uh, I got Three quick things. Uh, number one question: uh, You got Angel Reese, Cabela Cardoza, uh Paige Beckers, just to name a few. Caitlin Clark. I mean, well, you keep up with women's basketball a good bit. That's my first question, man. I got a couple more things, but number one question is: Should they stay in college because they gonna make more money in college than they are in pros? Do you agree with that? Well, I think if they can make more money in college than they can in the pros, they just stay in college. I mean, I think that's I, – yeah, first of all, I think they should get a degree. I mean, I think getting a degree is important. They, they should stay in college and get their degree. But, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. they're – I think a lot of women's – female athletes are more valuable in college than they are in the pros. I mean, it seems like all the superstars are going to stay in because Paige Beck has already announced she's coming back. I think Angel Reese is – she's leaning coming back. So I think I hope Cordessa comes back, but uh, – my second question is, storming the court. Now, what's the difference between most basketball arenas hold, what, 10,000, unless you got a big one like Kentucky or Carolina or somebody. But, I mean, to me, what's the difference between storming the court in basketball and storming the field in football? Because to me, you got, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, in Tennessee beat Alabama a couple of years ago, didn't hundred thousand people storm the field. Um, I mean, well, first of all, I would say you've got more area in football to put people, and fans are a little bit more removed from the playing surface, so there's it's an easier chance to get out of the venue. So it's not it's not quite the same thing. The second thing I would say is that like think about the proportion of the stadium that students. 
You've got probably 40%, 30 to 40% of these venues that are students in a lot of cases. I don't know what the proportion is at Wake Forest, but there, I mean, there's several thousand student seats available at these games. We're, we're talking about the, uh, the Wake Forest Duke situation. Um, that's not always the case at football games. There's a, I, I would say there's a lot more people who aren't going to, quote unquote, storm the playing surface, if that makes sense. But that's well, the point. Well, I know they I know ACC, they storm the field all the time, the football, so I don't mean, I, I didn't know what the difference was because I know Caden Clark got bumped, Filiposki got ankle injured. But, well, wait a minute. The I mean, SEC can, does too. They just find him. SEC schools do it too. I mean, I, I understand the reason behind it, but I mean, what they're fussing about, but I don't see the difference in football and basketball. So, to me, football is more dangerous because you got a lot more fans, but my third thing is, uh, you always, you know, everybody's always talking about the goats, Tiger Woods, uh, Dale Earnhardt, Michael Jordan, all them. But the goat, the real goat, his birthday was this past weekend. Quote, seventy-five years old, Rick Flair. Just want to throw that in there. Thanks, Will. Have Thanks, a good Will. day. Appreciate the phone call. All right. Um, what do you want to hear first, baseball or basketball? Let's talk. Uh, let's talk baseball first. All right. Let's do that because I thought it was an interesting weekend. I said I stayed through all of the Friday game, and I enjoyed it. The reason I enjoyed it is because of what Eric Backage did after the fifth inning, where he legitimately spent at least five minutes with the home plate umpire rewriting a new lineup and putting guys in the field. He he literally he sat eight starters. And put in brand new guys, guys that probably weren't sure if they were ever going to play this year. A couple in a couple of cases, um, and just gave guys two at bats and four innings in the field to prove that they belong. And like Spencer Kahn hit a home run. Did did he think he was going to hit a home run this year? I probably not. Uh, Tristan McClady got two hits. McClady's a good player, but McClady is a. McClady is a guy that's kind of—I mean, he's—he's he's one of those freshmen that's really, um, that's really asserted himself. But he's behind some older guys right now. You're putting that in your pocket if you're Eric Backage, and so if you're like if you're a baseball fan, the game's over at thirteen nothing. Now you're just watching guys get at bats. It's almost like a spring training situation if you're a baseball fan. You're just watching guys get at bats. Uh, you're watching to see if there's potential. You understand that the coaches are using this for some other purpose behind the outcome of the game today now. The other thing I really liked about this weekend is that Eric Backett sent a very pointed message to his team and then put seven of the same guys back in the starting lineup on Saturday. He trusted his older players to carry the message, you don't come out flat, you don't come out soft, you don't have non-competitive at-bats, you don't be guessing at the plate, you don't mentally disengage, which all of those things were true, and if you... I mean, I didn't need Eric Backage to tell me that. You could tell that from the stands. All of that stuff was happening. I mean, taking fastballs down the middle. Eric Backage was like, what are we doing? He, he legitimately in the postgame was like, I don't even know what we were doing up there. It's like we didn't have a clue what, what we were looking for. Um, you could tell that guys mentally disengaged out on the field. You can't do that. And he trusted those guys to go back in. They were sloppy as all get out defensively, but they were good on the mound, and they were good at the plate on Saturday. And then they put... A relatively a much better performance together yesterday, led by Aiden Canock, which we'll talk about. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit more a little bit later. There, it was an interesting weekend because you you 
took a short-term opportunity to teach a long-term lesson, and then you trusted your older players with learning that lesson. And for the most part, they appeared to. Hour 2 is next. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. What can I expect from my first appointment with Snyder Tree Care? Uh, So the first appointment is going to be an arborist, a certified arborist coming out, walking your property with you, looking at your trees and shrubs and finding out the problems, are there diseases. So we're there to give our client a peace of mind and we're going to make recommendations, not just cutting them down because we can do more than just cut a tree down. We're really interested in preserving those trees and shrubs. Leave it to Schneider Tree Care. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco. With five locations across the Upstate, our award-winning team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. And our chefs at Willie Taco utilize the freshest, most creative and unexpected ingredients in our kitchens. Come see why Southern Living and Food and Wine Magazine rave about our signature offerings, such as the Southern Tide, Crispy Avocado, and Nashville Hot Chicken Tacos, with flavors you won't find anywhere else. Willie Taco is ready to serve you our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. Hey guys, it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Low Country Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220 a month, covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans. Let's make men men again. Book today at lowcountrymail.com. East Main Furniture in Easley, where every day is a sale day. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses,